Tom Bernard Show with L.A. Nick. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be back among our special guests this hour. Santa Claus will be joining us. What? <laughs> Better watch out. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, I'm having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? I've done nothing. You're damn right. <laughs> We've done basically everything. Yeah, you've been Mr. Christmas this year. Yeah. Never seen anything I've like it. I've literally done nothing. Hmm. Well, That's very sad. Still got it six is, days. It is sad. This is my first Christmas. It's like it hasn't really been Christmas yet. Well, you know, it's better, only the 19th. What the hell? Better hurry up. I've been too busy. I understand that completely. Yeah. These are the top shows we've lost this year, and I lost the first one. I've never even heard of it. I'm, so. I'm going to guess I've heard of maybe one of them. I haven't heard of any of them. Ten Days in the Valley on ABC. Nope. Never, never even heard, heard of it. it. Anybody ever heard of it? No. Nope. Nope. Uh, wonder why that got lost. Chance. Never nope. heard of it. Oh, it's what's his face from uh, canceled January 9th. Good Whoa. God. That was canceled a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, there's another one called Disjointed. Well, you know, most shows that you're that you're watching right now have already been canceled. Yeah. Well, they canceled yeah. like a year or two before oh, they yeah. actually canceled. Disjointed yeah. was yet another weed show. They're oh. just trying to cash in on the trend of, hey, everyone, weed. Yeah. Lady Dynamite. I've never, never heard, heard of any of these shows. Are they all major networks? Uh, They're all Netflix, Netflix so far, yeah. oh. except for the ABC one, because Netflix greenlights awful shows. Yeah, they greenlight everything and see what flies. Well, yeah. here's one. If anybody in this room's heard of this, then you need to grow a pair. The Shannara Chronicles. Shannara? That's for kids. On MTV. 
What? I never watch MTV. It's, MTV still exists? Well, when I say kids, I mean like <laughs> I teenagers, know. but you know. Yeah, that's true. How is MTV still in business? I have no idea because it's worthless. Yeah, I don't understand YouTube. how they're still in business. It's just wor- it's yeah, YouTube is just YouTube is blowing them out of the water. Everybody watches everything now. Well, they made huge mistakes at MTV when they started going with all these, you know, hip hop videos and all that crap. And when they start doing it, mostly shows. Yes. Yeah. Like it's all shows. Yeah, re- really bad reality crap. I I've taken it upon myself in 2019. Uh, I'm going to reach out to Cardi B and try to teach her how to speak English. Why bother? That is the yeah. phoniest accent I have ever heard in my entire Why? life. Why bother? What a phony There's accent. There's a whole bunch of them, is. though. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch oh, of them yeah. like that. It's all of a sudden, yeah, okay. Whatever. Um, I love Dick. Okay, well, that's good. Hilarious. That's on Amazon. Jean-Claude Van Johnson. I've never heard of any of these shows. I, Damnation. That's why they're gone. I think mm-hmm. I've heard of Damnation. Maybe that's seen an ad for USA. it. USA. I think I've seen an ad for that. Uh, the Mayor on ABC. Never heard of it. I have seen an ad for that, too. Oh, you have? Yeah. Great News. Oh, that's, uh, what's her name, that pain in the ass? Well, what's that, her name on, on, in, on Saturday Night Live? She produces... TV Tina shows now. Tina, Tina Fey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pain the ass could, could describe anyone today. The show is horrendous. The Brave, I watched a couple episodes of The Brave. It was terrible. So that doesn't surprise me. Valor on the CW, never even heard of it. Valor. I think no. I've seen ads for that, too. Oh, Dice Dice Clay had his own show. I never even heard of it. Andrew no, Dice Clay? Apparently, yeah. uh, I can't get through all these because 91 alive. shows have been canceled this year. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about 91 right. 91 shows got well, they, canceled. they make so much stuff to see what flies, and then they... Yep. Well, and that's so, nothing... And that's, that's why Netflix is so insanely in debt. That's nothing compared to what's been made and never left the shelf. There's thousands of shows oh, yeah, that, like, pro- um, that were produced that are sitting oh, yeah. on a shelf. You pilots never, that never get picked up well, or pilots that do get picked well, up. Well, they and don't really never... do pilots anymore. They actually make the show, and then it just sits on a shelf. Oh. Gee, I wonder why Netflix is... Oh, how much was it? It was some ridiculous amount, like $20 billion in debt or something. But everybody does that. Every network makes shows that you never see. Well, why is every network in debt? Well, isn't that the truth? So <laughs> Maybe far, they should change their business model. I'm I not know sure. firsthand. I fi- the 26th show is one, after you know watching The Brave a couple episodes, I hit another one that I saw episodes of and you and I didn't like it, The Mick. Remember the woman on Fox, uh, The Mick? Moved into a couple of rich kids because, I don't know, whatever. I don't you, we didn't. Oh, it's the yeah. Woman, it's it started a woman from, out really funny yes. and then it got just bad. Yeah, here just we nothing go. but dick jokes. Netflix is $24 billion in debt, at least, that go. we know of. No problem. So, That's enough to build a wall. Cassie, write him a check. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> write him a check. We could build, build a wall for that. Yeah, there you go. Just the Netflix builds the wall and then Trump <laughs> yeah. forgives their debt. I like it. Hey. Can he I do like that? It. So two out of 29 so far I've heard of. Uh, Scorpion I've heard of. I've never seen it, though. Uh, so it's three out of 30. I'm doing really, really well so far. Scandal, yeah, I've heard of that, too. So that's already gone by the boards. I, there are so many of these people, and I've never even heard of the people. I know. Last Man on Earth was a terrible Is it, is it Kevin because Kim we're out terrible. of touch and getting old, or no. is it just because they're... It's because television is nowhere near as good as it well, used to Well, I don't be. think anything in the entertainment business is. Well, I think you're it's right about that. It's all fallen. I think you were right about that, except for morning radio. It's the only thing that's really <laughs> done. Well, one, only one show. Yeah, <laughs> everything else sucks. Don't forget you it. Know, everything I, else I was is actually horrendous. thinking about this last night. I wanted to ask you this because you've been in radio for so long. Remember the days where radio would break new songs from new artists and oh, yeah. Yeah. Would put it in rotation and force, never to, and force you to hear it for so long to where you go, wow, I really like that song and I'm going to check oh, out this artist? K- KQRS, when it was a, an alternative rock station, that's where, in our high school, that's where you would, would hear any new artist. So where do, you hear, where do you hear them now? I guess YouTube. So you have to find them, search yeah. for them. Yeah, you do have to track them now because nobody's breaking songs So why songs wouldn't anymore. somebody like MTV go that route? They should. Absolutely they they should. introduce you to new people. Or why doesn't radio still do it? Because they, they want that, a reason that, you know, to you listen. Want, you want to know why? They're, they're, so, they're so scratching at the walls to stay in business that they have to play that song that you're totally familiar with that you know they so they keep do. you. They could still have an Is hour there, of, of new acts. I don't think there's any radio station that introduces new music. Do you know Van Mar? 
Morrison put out like five new albums in the last year. Oh, yeah. And nobody's heard any of them because no. where are you going to hear them? That's Van crazy. Morrison, one of the greatest artists of all time, has put all out five true. new albums. And you can't hear them anyway. That's, I don't know, I don't understand. I don't understand any of it. I don't understand what anybody's doing with anything. But, Hello. you know, Alex is here. Here she is. What's wrong with you? The whole family. Would you just get up? Sage she's slept got for babies. eight hours She's got last babies. Night. I doubt she just got up. <laughs> no. I think she's been up Sage for a while. Sage slept for eight solid hours last night. So Lucky you. Big, big deal. I haven't yeah. got that in probably a year. I would like to sleep eight I solid got hours. sleep issues right now. Medical, medical, medical cannabis. Get it done. Oh, you know what? We're going to have Brian from... Uh, I'm going to ask him to come in and do the show. Brian from... Uh, Minnesota uh, Medical. Bring him in on a Wednesday so he can educate me. Yeah. Well, usually he gets Tuesdays and Wednesdays off, so that'd be Seriously, good. Seriously, I'm mm-hmm. serious. Yeah, no, So I he understand. could educate me. IHOP has become the latest advertiser to yank its ads from Tucker Carlson tonight amid an outcry over the host comments about immigrants. Oh, no. Advertisers have been leaving the Fox News show since last week when Carlson complained that admitting immigrants was making America poorer, dirtier, and more divided. <laughs> don't, don't immigrants no always comments. do that, though? Can't really I don't disagree know. with any of that. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but it's always happened that way. Look, oh, look, yeah. look at look at Tijuana right now. Well, well look They're, at all when the Italians showed up. I yeah, mean, the country went to crap. The, and, uh, Italians two and the Irish. Well, the Irish, too. That's the, right. And then, the, and then the Jews. Yeah, those two. <laughs> you bastards. No, I, I don't know. Uh, so he's got 16 advertisers canceling. Tucker Carlson says he will not apologize. He will not back down. That's smart. And the way he, he said it, by down. the way, no, I don't think he should anymore. back down. No, I, 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 I actually watched that show. I didn't think it, you saw it. You saw I didn't it think anything was bad. <sighs> I didn't either. It, it was fun it, that time. <laughs> pardon me. Yeah, Tucker Carlson was quoting someone else, as Joe from Louisville just pointed out. Yeah, he oh. was quoting someone else. So oh, why would you pull your advertising if he was quoting someone else? Because not allowed to say it. It's insane. It, Fox can't st- can't look seriously. They can't back down to this whole deal. Oh, they're still the number one watch news organization in the they world. They are, so. and you know, and and, it, and that's with bias. If you go to any building, including this building, all the common area TVs will never show Fox. Oh, there's they, no uh, doubt about that. Only show CNN, but Fox is still number one watched in the nation. Yeah, there's no question about it. I um, I don't know what they're gonna do or what they want to do or whatever, but. I, I literally would tell Fox, do not back down. No. They will oh, they come back. They can't apologize or they'll go after you even harder. It's true. Oh, see, can you imagine what CNN and, and CN, uh, MSNBC would do to them if they apologized? Yeah. Are you, know, you kidding Loretta me? Lynch is in front of the special counsel right now. Get, That's stand by your man. Getting drilled. Oh, she is? meeting with Clinton on the tarmac. Really? Yeah, because it's the last chance Republicans have to she, do it. Yeah, exactly. So they're doing it. Yeah, she's in there right now. Here's what I love about that. Oh, the president's never done this kind of thing before. <laughs> BS. They all do it. People people have short-term memory loss because yeah. almost if you go back in history and look at stuff the presidents did, there's a lot of bad stuff. Oh, you got that right. Way well, worse than anything in our lifetime. Bill Clinton remembers $50,000 haircut. <laughs> he sat on Air Force One with the engines running getting yeah. his haircut. Cost yeah. $50,000. What? Oh, yeah. But if you go back in like the early day, like 1800 oh, stuff. Oh, forget that. That's insane stuff was done. Insane. There's no We won't even know it. about most of it. Didn't Most we have, of that stuff was we never. Did we have a president right. that, killed, that shot somebody in a duel? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it was Aaron first, Burr. Yeah, and got the and everybody hated him after that because they liked the other guy better. But he got, <laughs> but he got, but he got <laughs> the state president. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, a duel used uh, duels used to be legal. It's okay to duel. For they a while. were. I think indeed. they should bring him back. I'm serious. <laughs> I think they should bring him back. I don't think Is we have enough clear-thinking people to be bringing duels back. Is that what they're doing on Hennepin Avenue every yeah. night? Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, dueling. That's what they're doing in the warehouse district. They're dueling down there. That's exactly right. Did you see this thing where a guy loaded up an Amazon box full of glitter and a fart bomb? I did. I don't. I, 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 I kind of question its its reality. I though, agree. Because I do too. the guy that took it. There's a camera in the car. How yes. is that? How would that be possible? Yeah, well, exactly. So I'm kind of. Yeah, I agree. I think with it's you. fake. Because it like ten people apparently stole it. I have a I hard think time it's a hoax. It. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. They stole the finial off the Como 
Park they found Conservatory. It, yeah, they found it in a park this, in a giant stocking. In a giant stocking. Yep. Well, my mm. my niece is the is the face of the Italian district of Philadelphia, and what in a, South Philly. What a job! And she's the spokesperson for it, for the Italian market. And somebody stole Baby Jesus and oh, yeah, yesterday out of the yeah. activity, she was on the news talking about that that they stealing mm. Baby Jesus. That stole. seems to be an annual tradition in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. This was an expensive one though. They, they get it they back? Just, no. They usually get it back. They didn't get it back yet. Usually it's some sort of stupid prank. Yeah, well, it usually is. Yeah. I still like the fact that in my neighborhood they just set the entire nativity scene on fire. <laughs> well, they did. Just well, set the whole thing well, on in fire. North in that North, settles North, that. Minneapolis. <laughs> North Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah right at uh, Lindale and 26th Avenue. I don't even know if it's a church North anymore. Minneapolis is a lot like North Philadelphia. Yes, it is. They're kind of the same. Kind of the same deal. <laughs> and, it, it, and that's why I love it, to tell you the truth, L.A., I love all these white people from the suburbs and exurbs that know what urban people need. They have no clue. They have no idea what they're talking about. No clue. Well, we treated everybody. You have no idea what what people living there until your your boots are on those streets. It's true. And you spend go spend a couple nights and days in Northside walking around by yourself, and then get back to me. (laughs) Who is the mayor of Chicago that spent a night at? Cabrini Green, but then oh, they found out that. he had like 20 yards with him. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had a whole detail with him. He had a whole he had detail. detail with him. I <laughs> oh, spent a night in the ghetto. No, you didn't. No. But yeah, I do laugh about that. This is what black people and poor people, that you don't have a clue what they need. What they need is for you to get the hell out of the way. That's what they need. Get out of the way. That's it. I don't even, I don't even, I think about it all the time, how to fix it. I don't. You can't fix it because everybody's greedy. On and the low end and the high end, and they're then both there's greedy. such a cultural difference now that I don't know if it, it can ever be merged. I, I think the flame, yeah. the flame is just, is distinguished. I think it's gone. I understand. I, I couldn't agree with you more because we made uh, our politicians made a lot of money o- off of dividing the races, and they did a good job. They did a really good job because they're divided as I've ever seen them. It's terrible. We don't have anything common anymore. No, especially that music. <laughs> and t- even even any entertainment, it's completely different. No, it is completely different. And you go through movies and you go, this is a white guy movie and this is a black guy movie. I and mean, that's what they intend to be happening right now. Yeah, there's right nothing now. mixed, nothing integrated. It's too bad. Yeah, yeah it, it is, is too, too bad. bad. I don't know, what are you going to do? And then somebody pointed out to me that it was just 10 years ago when Senator Robert Byrd, was that, was that Virginia or West Virginia? I can't remember. I think Virginia. I think it was Virginia. I think you're right. Remember when he stood in front of Congress and said, I've seen a lot of white big ends in my time. Oh, my God. Are you out of your mind, sir? You actually said that? And I, I listened back to it, and he actually says yeah, the word. Said it, yeah. Like, whoa, you kid, it's not a good plan now, is it there, sir? But such is life. So, yeah, I hope Tucker Carlson ends up fine. I like the guy. I've had him on several times. He's a very smart guy. He was quoting someone else. And everybody needs to get their head out of their ass and stop you know, somebody making well, that trouble. To somebody you. tried to break in his oh, house God, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. His wife and kid in there. Tried yeah. to ver- they verbally attacked his family yeah. in a restaurant. They did all kinds of stuff. So, whatever. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course when you don't have cash you can use the app the payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day this is tom why not bank with my banker and x check i'm going to get it today check out nabankco.com kq for more about x check north american banking company a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. 
You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far, away, and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Little Eartha Kit for you, ladies and gentlemen. What's your favorite Christmas album? I don't really have a Christmas album that's my favorite, but my favorite Christmas song is by uh, Brooke Benton. It's called uh, Christmas is Near. Is that the name of it? I can't remember the name of it, but it's a phenomenal song. There's a lot of good rock and roll Christmas. There's a lot of good rock and roll Christmas albums. There are. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There are. You're thinking of This Time of the Year. This Time of the Year by Brooke Benton, right? Yep. That's good. Find that for me, will you? I love that song. Okay. Little boys. Oh, God, this guy could sing. It's my favorite Christmas song. It's impressive how he manages to make it sound like he's multiple people singing it. He's he's long dead, right? Brooke Benton? Here we go. Pretty sure he's long dead. I like the name Brooke for a boy. And little boys. He is a good singer, though. Yeah. Man, can he sing? Oh yeah, he's a very. What happened to this this quality, man? This where is, what is it? Be out there. But where is it at today? This time of the year. Nobody has any any heart anymore no. in their music. Man. Well, in the past, if you wanted to make a song, you had to go to the studio, use a lot of very very expensive equipment. You had to get it pressed to a vinyl record, get it distributed. You know, this, that, it, there was a lot more that went into producing and you had a to be song. Backed up by real but that kind musicians. of stuff gets like you emotionally feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. no doubt about it. You don't emotionally feel anything well, today in well, music. There's nothing no. there. Well, My just, eyes are watering just from that 30 oh, seconds. No, that's because. People just want the celebrity. They don't care. Nobody yeah, cares right. about everything. Digitally anymore. sound. It yeah. has a digital. Yeah, it's sound too easy to make a song. So why put any effort into it? If someone can just pump out a song in half an hour. Andy, would you do me a favor and play the last like 15, 20 seconds of that song? Okay. Thirty seconds, whatever. The, the last part. I want to hear the very last. Wait till you hear how he ends this song. Go ahead and try to sing along, kids. <laughs> Good luck to you. Uh, you're probably thinking about around here. On his this time. Here it comes. When Christmas is near. Isn't that beautiful? Oh he sounds God. very much like that. L.A. Nick's tearing up. <laughs> 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 that, that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Wow. That is a magnificent like, song, man. Nobody's going to do it. Does that bring you right back to your childhood? No, I don't even know the song, but it's just <laughs> the guy has so much heart into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at you over there. You love it as much as I do already. What it's happened? my favorite Christmas song. We had Christmas that little what, yeah. decade of those guys trying to be crooners, like, uh, yeah. you know. Buble. Buble and well, the Joe, bubble. Joe was a great singer, but he only had like one or two hits. Remember Joe? No, I don't. Andy, Joe. will you look up and see if you find Joe? Little Joe. Yeah, great yeah. Joe. Little Joe? His name was just Joe. Yeah. Just I doubt Joe. that. He's a black like he's man. He's a rapper. Black man Maybe in America today. Joe oh. Crooner, like a crooner named Joe. Yeah. <laughs> he has a great song. His, his one Songs song was by fantastic. Joe. <laughs> There's just nothing out there today, even close and to And what's his face? You better not buy Brooke Ben's greatest because you'll be crying the whole night, man. One of the greatest uh, singers I can ever. See his face. Yeah, that other guy became Nat a King actor. Cole, are you kidding oh, me? Nat King Cole's oh, amazing. phenomenal. What's the matter with you down there? I'm just I'm trying thinking to think of the guy that was also a crooner, but then he decided to be an actor. Oh, oh Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. is good. Oh, he oh, does a lot of music still. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of Christmas stuff. He does do a lot of Christmas stuff. Cool 108. I want to say, Christmas. didn't he, for really? a short Not time? Really? Not 105.7, like their cumulus zones? 
You mean not that one? <laughs> no, the one that iHeart owns. Good God. I want to 105.7 plays Christmas music? It has been for about a month now, yes. I did not know that. that one. Yeah, well, okay. we don't do things like, oh, promote morning shows yeah, or things like that. Yeah, I didn't like even that. know that. My dad Mark Rosen's been on that lately, doing, playing the Christmas music. On, cool 108. Yeah, so it was Passel. Passel went over there and played it. Yeah. We have Santa Claus on the phone. Oh, here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> jingle bells, right jingle bells. Here comes Santa Claus. Santa. Santa, baby. I better stop singing, huh, Santa? <laughs> How are you, Santa? I am doing fine, thank you. Excellent. You have your buddy Tim with you, Tim Conahan. I do have my buddy Tim with me. Yes, one second. Let me. I just came on break here. I'm going to get a little drink of water. Break? Get that sleigh loaded, brother. <laughs> he's, no breaks. He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> no breaks. You got six days, pal. Well, no, it's a break for you. Well, that's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Surviving the holidays, your guide to reducing stress and getting a head start on the holidays. You know, it's interesting because about when you have children and they're about 10 and 12 years old, those are very stressful Christmases. Really? I thought they'd be easy when they're 10. Not in 10 and 12. No? No, because they've decided. You know, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's a time when the children are uh, also listening to their friends who are telling them things like, yep. you know. Correct. You know, there is Santa. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Yes, there is. I'm Santa. I know. Yeah, you would know. Absolutely, Santa. I think it's <laughs> phenomenal. So surviving the holidays is an easy thing to do. Uh, reducing stress. Well, we need to reduce stress in life anyway, Santa. I'll tell you that yeah, because we, we are all over each other's backs and all the rest of it. But I, Santa, on the KQ Morning Show this morning, I told everybody we will get through this. We have enough really decent people to get us through this and get these animals off each other's backs. Stop hating so much well yeah it's it, it, it's always this way when the fall months come because you have a shortening of the days things yeah. get darker earlier uh you've got your regular nine to five whether you're uh, uh, uh working in an office or driving a truck or maybe maybe just a you're a housewife or a, a stay-at-home dad and you've got stuff at home you have to take care of and uh then all of a sudden you've got all the holiday stuff piled on top of it and it does make it a lot harder. No, there's no question about it. Santa, do you think that if your wife would send you a text message that says, shut up, do you think that she, Catherine Brandt, should get anything for Christmas? Only when you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I have, I've had Mrs. Claus sometimes tell me, uh, Santa, it's not about you. <laughs> you know, you have to listen. I thought it was. And you have to, uh, you know, think about the children, you know. My number one job, you know, of course, is the children, yes, you know, and yes. doing things for them. And sometimes those children aren't always little children. They're kids like you. So my well, number one job is the children. That's very – I should point out, by the way, on uh, – was it Friday night or Saturday night? We went and saw Santa over Golden Valley. And our two-and-a-half-year-old uh, little granddaughter, her mother, our daughter, is here today. And as soon, as soon as you showed up, Santa, you walked in the room, she hid her face in her chair. She was so, she no was so shy. She's but she shy really girl. liked the I know. candy cane. It, it, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It happened that way from about, uh, yeah. you know, a year old to three years old. They, they're, they're having a little bit of a judgment, uh, you know, calling, and they, they look sure. at that beard. And sometimes they think I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I can see Because that, they're not Santa. used to this all white beard. And, uh, you know, of course, the big red outfit sometimes is a little scary, too. It's a little too much, too intense. I could understand that completely. So yeah. for, for people, uh, is this the first book you've written, Santa? Well, uh, actually, yeah, for, you know, I, I've written two books. The first one, uh, I have helpers out there, you know. Okay, yep, uh, yep. That do a lot of work. And I've trained 4,000 helpers, you know, and... Uh, so that was the first book. But this book was written for everybody at home, all the listeners, everybody uh, in their regular day-to-day life, because uh, people were getting a little stressed out at the holidays. And what I found out is that sometimes you have to be a little more organized, and you have to start earlier. So uh, now we're, of course, only a week away right now, or less than a week less away. Less than a week, yeah. And uh, people, you know, you, you're pretty much ready for the holidays, I hope. Uh, but... Uh, 
maybe sometimes as they look at let's look at next year. You know, eight months from now, nine months from now, starting over and planning. And if you plan a little bit earlier and you uh, get a little more organized, if you can get everything done before Thanksgiving, then you've got that whole month to just right. enjoy the holidays, enjoy the family. Uh, right now, with the time we got left, I would say the key thing to do is try to budget a little time for yourself. You know, those moments when you can do something for yourself, go get a manicure, you know, if you're in the warm climate area, go play around a golf, go to a spa, or maybe just take an extra nap, whatever, just to help you relax a little. And you're going to find out your day is going to be much, much nicer. Yes, I can uh, The see other that. thing I like to remind people is this is a time of giving. And a lot of people find out when they donate something, when they donate some old clothes, they maybe drop some money in the kettle for the Salvation Army, uh, maybe donate a toy for Toys for Tots, which, of course, is my favorite charity. Sure. People feel good about it. And therefore, uh, it's a, a wonderful way of feeling good, and it a lot of times will counter that stressful feeling. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think that's the whole deal. First, first of all, Santa, I'm kind of different in that. Well, you know this already, but um, if people give me gifts, I'm appreciative. But if they don't give me gifts, that doesn't bother me either. I, it's not all about the gift or whatever. If they want it, that's great. And if they don't want it, that's great by me too. And I feel the same way about the situation. Um, I would rather ask mm-hmm. somebody, is there something that you need rather than just buy them a gift? Did you hear, Santa, about this thing? I can't remember what, where it happened, out east somewhere. But there was a $50 limit on the, uh, the Secret Santa they do at work, right? It's a $50 limit on the Secret Santa gifts. Wow, it's, that's a pretty good limit. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good limit. So, <laughs> so this guy gives this woman a uh, blanket, and I can't remember what the other thing was. Something very nice, though, and it was worth $30. So the woman checked the price of the two items oh that he gave her she did not. and said, you owe me $20. And he oh, said, what? <laughs> she said, you owe me 20 Lord. bucks because the limit was $50. And as a matter of fact, you should probably give me about $500 because you're single and don't have any children. I'm single and have two children. I have a lot more responsibilities than you, so you owe me. Mm. Wow. He didn't give her even the 20 well, <laughs> Of course not. Why well, would you? Who, who acts like this? It, it is unusual. Everybody has their own perspective on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, there they go. do, Santa. Yeah. So, Santa, I want to... on for 17 centuries, yes. this, this yeah. idea of giving yeah. and of helping others. And I, I think that that's, you know, what we're not, not talking about is not so much about, like you said, receiving. It's the feeling you have when you give. Right. That warm, fuzzy feeling. That's why... All of this has continued for so many centuries because people feel good doing it. It's not good just receiving; it's the good giving it. And I think uh, that's what you've got to think about. So, One of the great, uh, yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, we we don't get the crinches out there. Yeah. Santa, one of the great things that happened to me just today, as a matter of fact, I was meeting with a friend of mine, a banker that I do business with, and I was having some breakfast, and I looked over, and there was a table of four cops, Minneapolis cops, sitting at the table. So I just asked our server to give me their bill, but do not tell them that I paid for it. And by coincidence, all the cops and we got up to leave at the same time, and they had no idea who paid for their bill, and I just loved that. Because I don't do it to go, look how nice I am. They had no idea who picked up their yeah. bill. So that was very, I loved it, though. I, 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 I think it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm the National Santa for the Marine Corps Toys yes. for Yep. And sometimes I'll be out with some of our men and women, uh, and we'll be doing a, an event, and we'll be dining somewhere. We'll be so, and all of a sudden the, the waitress comes over and says everything's taken care of. Oh. Yep. And you know, uh, it, it is it is just really uh, the neatest thing in the world. You know, uh, and and we we never know who it is, or, or, or you know, and that's 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 the joy of it. That's the joy of giving. It is absolutely you know, for me. You know, I'll Santa tell you sounds like you listen. Bob Newhart? No, he sounds like, like Ted Nugent a little bit. Yeah, he does. No, you're right. He sounds he like Ted Nugent. You so do. If, 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 when Ted talks softly, sounds a lot like Santa. But, way less, but way less crazy. Yeah, but I'm saying when he talks We're normal, hoping. he sounds like Santa. So Santa. Well, I, I could give you the deep voice if you want me. You know, I was talking to the children the oh, other day. That, 
<laughs> that's when I get the cold, you know. That's everybody thinks I've got that deep ho ho, and I do, you know. Ho 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 ho. Very very wide range of voices because when I'm with the children, I have to have a big voice for the big crowd, and then when I've got that little baby in my arms, it's oh. got to be the soft, kind. Hi, how are you? Because you know, again, my job is the children. Yeah, you're absolutely Santa, where do people get a hold of Surviving the Holidays, your guide to reducing stress and getting a head start on the holidays? Surviving, it's available from Amazon and on Barnes & Noble, or you can go to my website, nationalsanta.com, uh, and, and order the book. And uh, it's a nice st- stocking stuffer for this year. And for that person that you know was a little stressed this year, this is their guide, their tool to help have an even better Christmas next year, you know. So, but uh, yep. uh, right now, let's let's hope everybody is uh, uh, taking that thought of uh, of relaxing a little bit, and doing a little time for themselves. Because I want everybody to have a good Christmas. I couldn't agree more, sir. Santa Claus, thank you so much. Say hello, to Tim, for us when you get a chance. <laughs> uh, and I will do that. God bless you all, and everybody listening. Merry Christmas. God thank bless you, you Santa. Thank you very you. much. Santa love Santa. <laughs> oh, Santa laughed on the way out. It was phenomenal. I have always loved Santa. I got him on speed dial with all the kids in my house. Well, I suppose, oh, yeah, gosh. I would imagine. I'm calling Santa. I do uh, remember when I was one year old, we were living in LeSueur, Minnesota for one, about three months. And Christmas happened during, I was sleeping in a, in a dresser drawer, by the way. I didn't have, have a bed. I slept in a dresser drawer. Who hasn't? Right. <laughs> So we went outside, and they said, oh, we're going to go look for Santa up in the sky. And we went up there, and I was like four or five. I probably had turned, well, I had just turned five, yeah. because You were tiny at five. You could fit in a dresser drawer. Well, then I was only four. Oh, no, this was they, a, they had no. big dressers back then. No, they were. They, they, My was parents' dressers, big. big as this table, is the one they got yeah. married with. They still Jeez, have it. Exactly. It's as big no. as this table. Oh, God, we got to take a break here. I forgot. We'll get back and schmooze about that in just a couple of seconds, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Do you, honest to God, do you do, like, reconnaissance on me? Why? This is my I, least favorite Christmas I song. Like I like this song. I hate this song. I'm not a big fan of this. I'm not either. Oh, see, Dave loves Bruce. I, I like Bruce. I, I don't get Bruce. the whole Bruce Springsteen thing. I don't either. I don't either. I like Born to Run. I did like that song. It's a good song. I just don't like his voice. Oh, really? And, and look, he's a nice, he's a, I I've like met him. him. He's a super nice guy. I, don't like his said, voice. Yeah. I just don't like his voice. Oh, I see, I like that gritty. I like gritty, too, but just not his. We can't sing. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just a fact. I mean, you listen to that. Hey, listen, I, I, I give him all the credit in the world. He made it. You know? He does look like but he's about to have an aneurysm when he's singing. Because he, he, like, his face like, looks like tenses he's ready up. To poop, poop his pants. <laughs> I, know. I, will, I will tell you this. If you ever go see him, he works his ass oh, off. Oh, he's a hard stage. worker, yeah. He does work really, yeah, really hard. Dave has said 
Bruce Springsteen concerts have been like the best concerts. Oh, and he ever, plays forever. He, right. He's all over the stage. Yep. He's interacting. And he plays with the for a long time. Yeah. He'll play all night. Indeed. Yeah, I, I love Bruce. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't have the greatest singing voice, granted, yeah. but I think he's a great musician and he's a good songwriter. Um, yeah, great songwriter. I mean, it's kind of like a Bob Dylan of my time because Bob Dylan See, can't I don't like sing. Bob Dylan. I, I love <laughs> exactly. Bob Dylan. Exactly. He, he cannot sing. He can't, but You're he right. wrote beautiful songs. Oh God, yes. So it's kind of you know some of the he should have sold them to other artists. Some of the songs Bruce wrote were just beautiful. Just the lyrics, it's it's very poetic. I think. Yeah. The only so. th- I did like like him. Uh, did, I never cared for his voice, but his yeah, his songs are good songs. Mm-hmm. But then I found out one year on his uh, federal tax form, he put his occupation as farmer. <laughs> I'm a because farmer. Because subsidies. Yeah. This yeah. guy, multi, multi, multi millionaire, is taking subsidies from the government. Actually, I think he did farm for a bit, though. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I think still, he actually did. Yeah. Well, you don't take subsidies. I think he actually owned farm. I think you're supposed yeah. to put where your occupation, where your money comes from. <laughs> pretty much, I think that's what you're, pretty supposed, much what to you're do. supposed to do. Yeah. But all these actors, look at them all. Les Moonves now, and it's to who this guy's feeling this one up, and it's like oh, it's falling. The, 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 the castles Disgusting are falling. Disgusting people. You know that, right? Yeah, the entertainment castles are falling Good. fast. I'm glad to hear it because they're scumbags and have been it's for a hundred indus- years. It's an industry that's really crashing right now. Oh, well, speaking of Hollywood, I watched uh, Welcome to Marwin last night. Oh yeah, uh, how was that? Oh, yeah. Um, it was, it was a beautiful movie. Um, there was, you know, what I kind of walked away with feeling kind of like how I did when I watched Hereditary. Oh yeah. Kind of yeah. like I get it, it's about. PTSD. Are you still movie. trying to hang from the ceiling like in the movie Hereditary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I try to get up there so I'm not away from I the know. kids. They can't Scared see me the up here. the hell out of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Welcome to Marwin is not a horror movie. I heard but it's good, though. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's based off of a true story. And it's it deals with uh, the whole premise of the movie. This man was beaten almost to death. But as a, like a hate crime thing. Oh, okay. And um, he has severe PTSD, and he learns how to cope. And he lost. He was an illustrator, an artist, and he after this incident happened, and he was attacked. He wasn't able to draw anymore. Ooh. So he, didn't he lose some of his memory or something? Yeah, short term yeah. memory. Like in the movie, you would see like all these notes, like turn the coffee pot off and stuff because he mm. he can't remember to do things and he kind of lives in his own little world and that it kind of goes into this mar the town of marwin mm, right. where he does um takes still photography of dolls and his dolls are kind of like his little protectors that's where he goes when his ptsd gets oh, bad okay. so it was actually it was a great movie there were some spots i was like i'm not picking up what's going on but um I think I brought my oldest boy because he wanted to see it, and he really enjoyed it. He's like, that was very original. I've never seen anything That's like that. That's what I was thinking when I saw the trailers, that at, le- at least it looked like something original. Yes. I mean, yeah. you walk away feeling, and at the end, I'm not giving anything away, you you feel like you kind of get this, um, uh, you feel like you're gaining this relationship with him, and you feel you know kind connected. of protective you yeah you get connected and you feel protective of him so when at the end of the movie you walk away saying he's going to be okay so, wait a minute are you saying there's actual character development yes okay. oh my god how yes. that happened to us i i i recommend seeing uh welcome to marwin it's a feel-good movie i That's mean there Steve are Carell? yes and yeah, he was so. brilliant yeah. in it you still have a problem with him no oh oh he's one of the biggest pricks i've ever talked to in my life mm-hmm Oh, what a jerk. We talked about this before the sh- you came in. Yeah. You had David Carradine's ex-wife on yesterday. Yeah. He's the biggest prick I ever met in my life. <laughs> Does not surprise me. <laughs> Does not surprise David me. David Carradine is an actor. He was dead the meanest person in the, ever in the business to me. Ever. Twice. Yeah, I understand. Well, he had a huge drug and alcohol Very problem. mean person, man. <laughs> yep. Brutally mean. I Steve like Carell his brother. Was extremely arrogant was the problem with him. Yeah, but he, he was really good in this movie, and um, I... Highly recommend people seeing it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't bring too young of children because there are some adult things in it, you know, with the dolls. Not that, but... What? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, Holy like... Holy, uh, nice movie recommendation. No, it, it's... The blow-up dolls are amazing. <laughs> no, they're not blow-up. They're, the like, they're like these Barbie doll things that he 
does, but it, I don't know. Does. It, it, it not does, but <laughs> with the photography, <laughs> with the photography. <laughs> okay. Really? Okay. But he, it, it's like all set in like World sure. War Two, and he's created movie. this. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's kind of neat how to see how so his mind. Ways. Yeah, I know. It's it's hard to explain without it sounding real creepy. You know? well, well, welcome to my family's dinner table because this is how what you get when you try to tell someone it's a dinner table. But you're out of your mind. That's stupid. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'd go. I'd go see it. So, oh, you did. The, since we're talking about entertainers and all that stuff, so Garth Brooks sold out two shows. Oh yeah, but he sold out one in like 40 minutes. And then, yes. So yeah. they say mm-hmm. that Governor Goofy called and called yeah. Garth Brooks and got him to do a second show. That's what the state is saying. That they Governor are, yes. Dayton called personally called Garth Brooks and yeah. asked him to do a second show. I'm calling BS. <laughs> I have a question for you. If that's true and Garth Brooks accepted his call, they were supposed to meet to announce that and Garth Brooks didn't show up. So Yeah, I'm calling BS. Listen, yeah. he, he last when he last time he was here he did like nine days, didn't eleven. he? Yeah. Eleven days. Eleven. So you think he wasn't gonna add a second show? Come on, <laughs> exactly. seriously. <laughs> A city you sold that 11 days in, wow. you're not going to put on Dave two just shows. wants to show you how powerful he is. I'm sure it was already billed as a double date. Oh, Wendy Rodolph says ago. that the fart bomb story is true. She says it's true? Well, well, how's the, there a the camera video? in the guy's car? Because the camera's um, in the package. The package is lined on oh, the outside four, with yeah. four cameras. Four cameras, yeah. Oh, so they're iPhone. spending some money. The, the pictures oh, yeah. from inside the car are from four cell phones that had the camera set to activate when the package was moved. So when they were opened, it could record the response of who stole it. So then the guy who stole the package, it was a nothing package, ends up with four nice iPhones? Yeah, that's well, that's the only fishy <laughs> thing, I think, <laughs> is that he, gets, he puts four... Why four iPhones? Why the not, like, did, webcams? The guy that did it is some sort of an engineer. Isn't that $4,000, So the thief got four iPhones? Pretty good. May, I know you can get reconditioned ones. Oh, you can. You can buy them off homeless people. For you can a lot also less. buy twenty dollars webcams <laughs> that work exactly the same you way. You go on Hennepin and get it for twenty bucks. <laughs> exactly. I love the fact that all these people who stole the packages were really put out by the fact they got I know. all glittered. You stole it, well, you pig! And sociopaths. They, they only really care about are. themselves. And that's very. But very how true. is it a fart bomb? He, there, he, oh, they, they, there was like a stink bomb. Yeah, they actually oh. used deer deer urine. Oh, that's not horrible. Okay, where does one obtain <laughs> deer urine? You go urine. online and get. They're called uh, stink bombs, and they're little glass capsules, and you can go online and buy them. I'm glad I didn't know that until today. Magic fun <laughs> story. Well, well, you bought, you bought need... fox urine before. Deer urine's yeah. the worst. I have. So yeah. Many times. So there I, you go. Well, fox urine makes sense because they're in captivity. Yeah. I clear, disgusting. I have cleared Ugh. out complete nightclubs with one capsule of deer urine. Why would you hunters, do that? Hunters use it to <laughs> lure deer. Yeah. You just yeah. drop one on the ground and then somebody Why steps did you on do it. That? Just Nick? to see how it worked, and yet you, that point, <laughs> I, drove by, I, I left and drove by like forty-five minutes later, and the whole staff was standing outside with the doors open and fans. Oh, uh, I remember this one story about like I did, couple, I did it at Cumberland Farms one time in West Palm, right on Dixie, and that Cumberland Farms, I think they 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 had the door open for like hours, and then they just locked it and closed and went home because <laughs> it stunk so bad. I remember this one story about like a, um, co- I think it was a college student in chemistry class. They were making some um, compound, and he accidentally made, or no, he dropped a vial full of it. Um, oh, that's bad oh. stuff. Ugh. A vial full of um, something called a mercaptan, which apparently people could smell from a mile away, oh and they had to Lord. vacate the entire block because it smelled so bad. Tell me, deer urine's that bad. Well, coyote urine stinks too. Coyote urine. Use is it nasty. to get, keep the deer away from I your saw, shrubs I saw and things. The coyote hit by a car yesterday. Not get hit, but it was hit, and it was. Oh. But it was a big coyote. Did you, was it dead? Oh yeah, it oh. was dead. So I got to tell you my Jim Stanley story now that you guys like talking coyotes. about odiferous <laughs> things. Jim, Jim and Betty Stanley. Jim and Betty Stanley were the parents of eleven children. Their son Tim and I worked together at Donaldson's Garden Room back in the day when Donaldson's Department Store was still around. Why am I looking at you? You'd never heard of it. I've heard of Donaldson. Have you really? I grew up in a household that with grandparents from the Great Depression and my parents were were baby boomers. I thought they would have been out of business by then. They probably were, but I've heard of them. Okay, so we worked there. So. So we go over there, and there are like four or five of us. We're 16 years old. 
because I was a dishwasher at Donaldson's Inn. And we go over there, and Jim and Betty said, well, you boys should probably just stay here tonight because, you know, Tom, you live in North Minneapolis. They lived in South Minneapolis. Said, you should all just stay here tonight. You know, we'll get you home in the morning or whatever because I don't want you guys wandering around in the city buses in the, you know, at midnight. Mm-hmm. So we go, we're going to go sleep in their downstairs area. This one kid took his shoes off. I'm, you want to talk uh, an odor. Uh. So bad that about 10 minutes later, Jim, Jimbo comes on the street and goes, Sorry, kid, you got to get the <laughs> hell out of my house. No, why not just put the shoes outside? Uh. No, his feet were what smelled that well, bad, not the shoes. It's one thing I'm lucky with. I got good feet. Baby powder, baby powder. <laughs> That's actually a physical malady. It's, it's like fish something. odor syndrome. Yeah, it's called yeah, something. It must be, yeah. yeah, there's some people that just have Nancy really... Nancy thinks I should be a foot model. Oh, oh for God. She always sake. talks to me because you should be a foot model. Well, you got perfect mm. feet. There you go, sir. She's a photographer. Catherine just told me because Start of the size of my sack, I should be a sack model right now. <laughs> Catherine before, never said anything like that. Before it goes down. I never down. would say anything like that. <laughs> I never no, would I can't say anything like that. Would anyone ever say anything like that, ever? Eh, yes, Tom, why Just to stir the pot. Just to stir the pot. That's all I have to say. There's no. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's a guy thing. Yeah, that is pretty, pretty much a guy Talking thing. Talking about your sacks, yes, it is a guy thing. I, yeah. not, it's not a guy thing. I've never even said that word. I don't do that. No? No. Nope. Don't do what? <laughs> Say never the S talk word. about that kind I've of thing. I've never even said that word in my life. Oh. Never I don't talked about it to anybody. <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> my scrotum. Oh, I've never God. said it. Why are you even mentioning that part of your body? It's about five times the size it usually is. To me, it's just something you don't talk about anybody to anybody. They're called private parts for a reason. For a Not my body. They're not. Everything's public image for me. I don't know if that's the image that you want. A lot of people think I am a dick. Bernard, think of giant sex. Okay. No. Oh, it all works out in the end. I'm gonna leave. Thanks for having me. It's just a wonder, wondrous uh, thing. That's all I have to say. Oh God! Well, you know, we're just trying to get through life, and uh... <laughs> what is happening? What? I don't know. Are you? Tissue. All right, I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you what the reason going... that it's even on my oh. mind. For, I am good. For the first four <laughs> days, necessary. my left testicle hurt like mad. Now, for the last three days, it's been my right testicle. So I'm hoping that'll be it. <laughs> okay, left, and I right, have mastitis. Now it's been quite a week. <laughs> they might both start hurting. Uh, oh, that's great news, though, isn't it? Ooh, LA might, go into, might go into Trifecta. the center. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? I said trifecta. I don't know what's going on. I was in I was in a track I was actually on Lantana on Lantana Road and there's I was in a traffic jam and the one side of traffic was what, moving. What a traffic jam in West Palm? <laughs> no way. And Never. the one side of the road was moving f- freely and the other side was jammed up. And I made a mistake on a motorcycle. I was on the inside lane instead of the outside in the inside of the lane between two cars mm-hmm. and there was an entrance to a neighborhood there so somebody coming the other way you just saw a break in two cars and decided to whip in between of them oh, God. but i was sitting there on my bike and their bumper oh, God. their bumper like the corner of their bumper actually hit me right there uh, and it, it was you know they were probably doing five miles an hour but it, it hit me direct it was a direct oh. hit and uh, so I can feel your pain. Thank I, you. I've, had that, I've had that pain before. Well, I'm going to go out and take a stroll and see if I can loosen things up and be back for hour two of the Tom Bernard Show.